Monday Modi, October 16th, 2023. This week, we're looking at a disappointing uh, showing on Saturday. Saturday of like 10 years ago. Something like that. I used to live on Northgate in College Station on the corner of Church and Boyette, which is the closest front door to the Dixie Chicken. The heart of Aggieland outside of campus, really. I lived there for, gosh, how long was it? 13 years. And before that, I lived in Walton Hall across the street from there for the preceding four years. So, you know, I was in that area for a bit and and I loved it. The, the nightlife, the everything and especially on football game weekends to see Aggies that you hadn't seen in forever and to see visitors to town um it was a, it was a fun little spot I had um I think it even we even ended up talking about it a little bit in the second perimeter fires podcast with Scott Eden talking about uh that little spot and and one of the great things about that spot was to meet people from outside of AM and, you know, just kind of take their temperature on, you know, what they thought of Fair Aggie Land. And uh, that was one of my, you know, favorite things to do on a weekend set up the barbecue pit, uh, have some cold beers outside on the, out in the yard underneath the deck patio thing we built um have tunes playing over the speakers robert Keane and aggie band right before the game and you could hear our music all over northgate it was just we tried to add to the to the scene a little bit and and we were playing alabama it was the first time that alabama had come to play the aggies as part of the sec uh, if I really cared about these sorts of things, I'd tell you the exact date, but I, you know, I don't. So, uh, suffice to say, Bama was coming to play the Aggies. And um, it did not turn out to the, the scoreboard. Uh, how do I put this? There was a negative discrepancy in points on the scoreboard uh, at the time that time run out of the game let's put it like that and so you know everybody comes back to Northgate after the game and you know having fun Dixie chicken the whole thing and uh, I'm barbecuing I've got cold beers and uh, uh, saying howdy to folks and seeing folks I hadn't seen in a long time and you know it's just it's just a fun scene and then this couple comes walking up to the to the yard and they're Bama uh, they were wearing maroon and white he was wearing maroon and white checkered pants and a straw hat um, you know one of those Bahama straw hats or whatever and uh, clearly in that you know maroon Bama a thing going on on the on the shirt and I said howdy to him and offered him a beer and some barbecue and asked him what they thought of uh, Aguilant. And they stopped 
And it was like they were considering what to how you know they were processing, right? And he and he just he was smiling and he said, you know, the thing is that it wasn't even fun to beat you. He said, we left that game thinking we'd come back here to where you guys have fun and we thought you'd be miserable. We expected you to, to be sad and and honestly, you wouldn't have even known that we just played a football game, let alone that you lost. He said, y'all are undefeatable. And that's the thing. You know, we... Granted, there was another negative outcome this weekend and an outcome the week before that. The time I'm talking about is a decade ago. It happens. But what he said then is as true today as it was true then as it was ever true. And we get hung up on spending more money or spending less money or who is attached to whom and in regards to who's leading what and and the prestige and all of this stuff. And none of it really matters when at the end of the day, as far as your opponent is concerned, you're indefeatable. When they see you having pride in believing, Still having pride and believing in pride in who you are. What's the point of winning? They don't feel like they won. You act like you think you won. And it's all, I don't know. I wish I could figure out what exactly it is so it could be prescribed to other people. If I were to take a guess, I would say, that what makes it so that we can't be defeated is that we're proud of believing in the first place and we're really proud of trying. And it's that spirit. And I, I don't know if I could say it's, it's sort of a chicken or the egg thing. What is it that, you know, what feeds the other? Is it our spirit that creates the sort of people that would go out and build Aggie bonfire and try and try and try undefeated against all of the challenges, no matter what it looks like on paper, that resilience and that courage and that pride to believe and and that, and that, that courage to not be ashamed of the fact that you believed against the odds. A lot of people feel silly when they believe and then it turns out that they were wrong. I don't think we feel silly. We're proud of the fact that we believe. And so we can do big, crazy things like building an Aggie bonfire. I like to believe that it's the discipline and the courage to build Aggie bonfire that builds in you the sort of pride uh, and, and courage to continue to be of good cheer, to not have your pride wounded, to not personally take onto yourself whatever simple arithmetic was reflected on some LED scoreboard 
at the end of a, a football game. Right? I like to think that it's the disciplines of bonfire and other things that inform that culture, but maybe it's a positive feedback loop. At the end of the day, if you get bent out of shape about the simple arithmetic on an LED scoreboard at the end of a football game, you've lost the script. Would I like that arithmetic to be in our favor any and every single weekend? Absolutely. But that's not the way life works. There is absolutely nothing under the sun that works out like that. So why put any stock in it? The arithmetic will always work out in your favor when your metric is your pride and your indefatigability with respect to always trying and always believing. In the early years of Bonfire off campus, you'd have victories. You'd have what could be described as defeats. You had challenges. You know, I think about when students got notes from advisors and grown-ups and fancy suits with nice shoes that said that what we were doing was not a tradition, that there was other things at A&M. Look into your neatest, latest, greatest clubs. Do something else. And I had to imagine that there were people who were really, really happy with themselves that there was letterhead, university official letterhead sitting on students' doors reminding them who held the cards. I'd like to imagine that those people thought that they had scored a victory, we a defeat. And yet they found Aggie students leaving their dorm rooms, leaving the quad, heading out into the woods again for another week, and a week after that, and again and again and again, until another bonfire was built. Along the way, no amount of discouragement, no defeat on paper in any way registered. It never does when your metric, when your internal dial for did I succeed is did I believe. And when you walk away with your pride coming from your courage to have even tried in the first place. Look at where Bonfire is today. Look at the good cheer you find in Aggies today. Look at people who are successful anywhere. What you'll find is that when those are your metrics, when your scoreboard is internal, you are undefeatable. Monday Modi, October 16th. I have a lot to look forward to next week. Center poll this week, lots of outstanding stuff happening. Stay motivated. Build the hell.